Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. This is your host, Randy. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about some things. Yeah. We're going to talk things about... Things and stuff, man. Yeah, some Things stuff. and stuff. I like things and stuff. Things and stuff. Windows 11. Uh, I, I kind of want to almost call this like the personal episode. The personal episode? Where we talk yeah, about dude. general whatever? Yeah, dude. Where we just, we just vibe with it, we're, right? Yeah. Man. No, yeah. I'm all about vibing, dude. Like, 100%. Like, uh, that's kind of what this podcast is about, dude. Yeah, kind of just uh, your boys hanging out, chatting. You know what I'm saying? I just figured we'd talk about Windows 11. We, there's been a lot of reviews and stuff, uh, so we talk about that. I wanted to talk about the October 18th Apple event predictions because, like, okay, okay, I'm super hyped about that personally. And sure, then you are. We'll talk about some other stuff after that. Let's start with Windows 11, dude. What do you think of that? Sure, sure. So uh, You're those on of it. you have, yeah, I, I am on it. It was pushed to me, and uh, I have the option to opt out, but dude. Who would opt out, dude? I would opt, opt in. Out. Opt I, I in. mean, I, you know, I don't know. So um, let me ask you this, dude. Like, because you said it came to you. Is it, it like. It did come to me, dude. Is it like for upgrades? Is it like a uh, random yeah, chance? Yeah. So, or? like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's essentially like the Hunger Games, or, or so it seems. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically, every time you do Windows Update now, or, or anytime it's Windows. And we'll check for an update. The first thing it'll do is it'll tell you with either a big red X and no one likes a red X uh, that your computer is not compatible for Windows 11. And that's probably because you don't have FTPM enabled in your BIOS. Uh, If you have uh, X570 motherboard and I'm not sure how far back it goes on Intel, maybe five, maybe Maybe X490? Okay. Maybe? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to look that up on the Intel side. But anyway, if I did see you have, an, like a compatibility if you have thing, a, yeah. a X570 board or newer, I, I know the processors at least, right? So if you, if you have an 8700K or newer on Intel, you're probably okay. Um, and then you'll get a Red X that basically says that you don't have that, that FDPM uh, compatible computer. But most of the time that could be enabled in BIOS, right? Like, yeah. a, like, like, like as like a virtual TPM. Uh, so I had to go and do that again because, as you know, I had a few issues with Windows 11 previously, and I had to reset my BIOS, so that was no longer enabled. Yeah. Uh, so I went ahead and enabled it, and then when I restarted my computer, I basically had a green check mark that says, "Congratulations, your computer is ready for Windows 11." Okay. Uh, okay. And then there was like some fluff text under it, and and don't quote me 100 percent on it, but it, it essentially said, uh, uh, "Windows 11 will be pushed to you when we're ready to give it to you." Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of like a random roulette wheel, I assume. Uh, and like, there's a few articles on it online. If you check the web later on, or if you get curious. Okay. Um, you can either wait for it to get pushed to you, or you can just go to Microsoft's site and download the Windows 11 upgrade tool, and then you can get it whenever you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but sense. if you wait through the Windows upgrade, uh, like a Windows update device manager thing on your computer, uh, that seems to be like the Hunger Games. So like, okay. no one knows when you'll get it. Uh, but if your computer checks all the boxes and they consider it a special snowflake, they'll push Windows 11 to you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. uh, I got it uh, and I downloaded it because, you know, opt in, dude, you know. But anyway, yeah, of course. Uh, I like I like the aesthetic of it. You know, you and I are kind of mixed on rounded corners. I like rounded no, corners because like they're no. the future. Dude. Like, I'm not so. against rounded corners, dude. Like, I like rounded corners. I just, like Linus said, like, he even, the, I think he was reviewing a recent uh, Surface laptop or something, and they had rounded yeah, hardware yeah. corners. And he was yeah, like, he I don't like that. this. And I, I agree. Yeah, dude. but he's weird. He's weird. No, he's I like it a lot, dude. dude. I like I it a lot, know. dude. 
I've, I don't I know. I like it, it a lot. We time. need to hold off on rounded corners because it's going to come down to my uh, October 18th predictions. Okay. That being said, okay. uh, your iPad has rounded corners. Okay, yeah. Your iPhone the, 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 has rounded corners. Your aesthetic Mac OS has rounded corners. Yeah, but here's... You no, know, this is the, like... The, not all content I, think I have is really designed for rounded corners. Your Tesla has rounded corners. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're all corners. devices that are designed around the fact that everything on it has rounded corners. Like a PC uh, hasn't ever had rounded corners until now. Yet. Yet. Dude. Well, I'm saying it's like the if future, they do... Dude. There was a time when a PC didn't have a color screen, dude. Oh, now now, now we're just in an dude. area where... Where we don't have square monitors anymore, dude. Don't be a square, dude. No, I, I, I learned that on the Brady Bunch, dude. I don't want to be a square, dude. I, okay, I'm super hyped for the aesthetic of it. Like, yeah, I think it nice. looks so good. Um, and, and I think the reason I say that is because I love Mac OS, and it kind of reminds me of Mac OS. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, it's got sure, like a bubbly sure. UI. It's got like I when they showed like the notification thing, and it was like this nice little rounded edged box thing. I was like, yeah, that's kind of like how Mac does it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and it just kind of felt cozy. I actually liked the center dock just from aesthetics. I don't know if it'll actually be as... Uh, I don't know if Ooh. it'll be... I actually want to talk you know. about that. I actually want to talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. You need to... Whenever you get Windows 11, and who's ever listening, whenever they get Windows 11, even if you want to keep the dock in the center and don't want to move it back to the left switch it anyway because the animation of like all of your icons scuttling to the left i did see that and then scuttling back to the middle is super nice yeah i saw so, that. like just 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 give yourself the pleasure of just moving your icons around from, yeah. from left to center because it looks so nice that was like a um, cool attention to detail thing it I is saw. it I is a like, very wow, cool great. attention to detail um there's also uh no option to put the taskbar on the left which is still kind of sad for me yeah because uh, you you, always you know snapped i'm a left the boy side, yeah. i did i did because we have more horizontal real estate right so like my vertical yeah. real estate is is valuable i know what you mean this is why i hide the dock but you know there's a lot of cons with it um there is there is and, and part of it is because whenever you get an app that's uh kind of wanting your attention it pulls the dock up it does and and that happens all the time Mm-hmm. Um and it's like get out of my way, Doc. Like like if you use DaVinci Resolve, for example, there's buttons at the very bottom, and like the bottom yep. right corner yep. of the little cog wheel, and you want to click it, but the taskbar says, "Hey, hey, click my Steam notification off." You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, it's it, it's hyper frustrating. Yeah, uh, it is. But I still do it um, because I uh you know since I have an OLED display, I feel uh, like it's better. You know who uh, solved that really well? Who? Mac OS. Oh yeah, because their dock, their hiding dock situation is pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. It, like so, so for example, I'm also a left aligned boy on Mac OS. That's predominantly where I started it. Yeah. Uh, because especially on a laptop, like real estate is even more precious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I kind of just adopted it to Windows because I, I got used to moving my mouse to the left to go to the dock. So I kind of like that that uniformity. Uh, but Mac OS, if something like bounces to get your attention, it'll only bounce if you have the dock up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is really nice. So, like, if you mouse over to the dock, it'll come out, and then you'll say, oh, look, Steam wants my attention. It won't be like, I'm here, here I am, over your content, address me first. Like, it doesn't Windows and DaVinci Resolve. It's a really good example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that makes sense. 
Uh, I don't know too much about it, and I don't know if you do, but apparently AMD is having a lot of performance deficits on Windows 11. I've just read headlines. I didn't get yeah. too deep I into the weeds on thing, that. I read the same thing that there was, uh, with the recent like update, um, there was performance degradation on AMD. Right, right. That sucks, dude. It does suck, dude. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really going to be early adopter pains, isn't it? You know? This is, the, I think this so. is why I I'm think not so. upgrading yet, personally. Um. You know, there's a, like, obviously there's a part of me that wants to upgrade. I know when, you know, I, when Windows 8 came out, 8.1, I got those like the day of Windows 10, got it the day of, and like, this is the first time I'm like, eh, I'm waiting. Um, but like, I really want to get it, but it's just like the early adopter pains. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with them, you know? And it's also a thing where my computer's kind of been like, it's been many years since I've redone it. And I have a lot of stuff on it that's kind of we like... We it? Yeah. And so... It's like kind of set to where I like it. And like it really kind of would be a real pain to redo it. So I do want to tell you that I, as someone who just had to redo their computer because of the Windows 11 beta, uh, and as someone who recently uh, is, is a DaVinci Resolve convert because of you... Yes. Uh, I have two games installed. Two games. I still have World of Warcraft installed from when we played it because uh, just add-ons and stuff, right? And there were two terabyte NVMe, so why not? Yeah. And um, I have uh, New World installed. That's it. That's the only thing installed on my computer. Right. In terms of games. Now, in terms of everything else, you now I have Discord, which is meaningless, but I have Resolve, Photoshop, Lightroom Classic, or not Lightroom Classic, Lightroom Normal Lightroom, because I edit photos with Capture One on my computer. Right. But you need Lightroom Desktop to sync your presets to your mobile device. Oh, so, interesting. So I use Lightroom on like my iPad and my iPhone if I'm on the go and I want to edit like a phone photo. Yeah. But I have to load them into Lightroom on my computer and then, and then they sync with my mobile devices, which is sweet, but that's the only reason why I essentially have it installed. Uh, Photoshop, Resolve, Element, TeamSpeak, you know, like... Uh, smaller app spotify yeah i have over one terabyte used just from davinci resolve making proxies yeah. making optimized media yeah. like literally like i've done maybe three projects on here and i have a volume zero which is where uh, which which is in root directory of c where resolve right uh stores their proxies and that thing is 878 gigabytes of just proxy media what <laughs> well, to be fair, dude, the media you're making is pretty big and long. Yeah, dude. yeah, thick. yeah, dude. Yeah, you know dude. what I'm saying? Like, like so the optimized else, shit yeah. has to be like big, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I also had that one mishap where I accidentally was rendering something in 8K output. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Like, I was like, that. dude, why is this so big? Like, oh, oh my god, it was an 8K timeline. Yeah. yeah, that was nutty. But but, uh, uh, but yeah, so you know, just just co coming around full circle to you know Windows 11. Uh, even more so than the beta, I do want to say that this is probably the most coherent from a design language I've seen Windows since Windows never. Yeah, 100%. Like, like I, I'm just thinking back, like, Vista wasn't consistent, 7 wasn't consistent, 8 wasn't consistent, 10 right. wasn't consistent, maybe 3.1, like, like... Like this is the most consistent I've seen it ever. Yeah. Like even like like even Teamspeak has rounded corners. Even Zoom has rounded corners. Every yeah. menu is now the new menu. Actually, let me see what Control Panel looks like. It's actually usually an old boy. So so Control Panel still looks like the old Control Panel that that we know and love. Yeah, but it has rounded corners. Okay. So I mean, at least you know, I, I, it's just like I'm not uh, opposed to you leaving stuff in. 
just modernize it, make it look nice, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of us old guard, you know, have been fucking around with Windows since, you know, the olden days, 3.1 XP and like, you know, Windows 98. And like, you know, it's just like, why do you leave this old stuff in? You know yeah. what I mean? That's been around since XP and stuff. So I still remember when like XP was cracked. Do you remember that back in the day before yeah. it launched and everyone was downloading it? And that CD key started with FCKGW. I'll never forget oh that. Oh my CD God. Key, I can't dude. believe you remember that. I'll never Fantastic, forget that. Dude. I'll never forget that. Dude, that's uh, great. But yeah, you, you know, like to your point, as someone who's used Windows forever, it's nice to really see consistency in their yeah. operating system. And. You know, yeah, 100%. No, it looks so They're going to have growing pains, right? They're obviously yeah. going to have growing pains. Uh, but I will say that... Um, it almost makes me not want to use Mac OS, but it, you know, not That's quite. a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. I would use Mac OS in a heartbeat. From like a aesthetic perspective, it kind of gives me good vibes like Mac OS does. But obviously, I still prefer Mac OS. And Mac OS has been... You know what's funny? I was thinking about this today, watching a Windows 11 review. If... Apple came up with a new OS, I'd get it the day I could. You know what I mean? But this yeah, time, I'm right, like, right. I got to wait. Because Microsoft doesn't really nail it when they come out with new OSs. Not like, every, you know what I mean? Like, it takes <laughs> yeah, a little bit and to it's get funny it. because, like, Good. I have a few friends who are, like, diehard Android, right? Like, yeah. diehard Android. And, like, whenever, like, an iOS 15 beta comes out, I'll say, you know, I just installed the new beta. And they'll ask, why, like, why would you do that, dude? Why would you install the beta? And I'm like, dude, because because an iOS beta is like an Android final release. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, That's totally true. That's what's nutty. Um, yeah. So they, like, whenever, like, without hesitation, I'll upgrade an, uh, a version of Mac OS. But, like, the Windows 11 release, it yeah. looks like you could do it. Uh, but you're gonna have a couple growing pains, and I, you know, I'm, yeah, I sure. think I'll for wait sure. a little bit, especially with hearing about AMD performance loss. I'm I'm kind of uh, shocked, considering this was uh, their opportunity to really optimize for the multi-core experience that AMD offers and stuff like that. Yeah, so. uh, you know, I think that if you look at market share throughout throughout like the entirety of computers that use windows not just right. the ones like in the past two years i think intel probably sells a commanding lead yeah 100 um it's that just being like said, the, it, i think it's slowly changing but it's still there right like they had such a market dominance that were not fully transitioned to amd when even their modern stuff even laptops uh, all the way up down the range really laptops desktops all the way up to like epic uh, you know i still feel like you know, this kind of brings up a good topic I wanted to cover. Sure. Um, how long do you think it'll be, you know, with this changing of the guard from, like, Intel to AMD and this push for multi-core over single-core performance pretty much everywhere, right? Like now, yeah. like, now, like, we have games pretty pretty often like 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 more so than not utilizing six plus cores you know we have all of these uh right um, uh like davinci resolve and stuff utilizing not not only video encoding on the graphics card but also simultaneous rendering with your cpu how long do you think before we see arm become the de facto processor on windows pcs and like in for, for, for like your mainstream computer how yeah. long do you think before you know that this 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 x86 architecture yeah. and like uh out, out of order programming kind of goes the way of the west yeah because like apple proved that it's here and it's gonna be better yeah uh and here's the thing guys like you know i don't want to go on a rant here i was doing it this morning actually um you know the m1 
devices, right? Like they just are completely unbelievably good. Um, from you know performance per watt standpoint, they're just unbelievably good. And I don't think Microsoft, Intel, AMD, I don't think any of these players can ignore it. It's just so good. And especially so, on mobile platforms, think about it, right? Most people buy, like if they're going to buy a machine, most normies buy laptops. You know what I mean? Right. And right. if the best laptop on the market is a MacBook Air or something like that, like you, you don't even have competition. No. Like it, no. there's really, I was watching, um, you watch uh, Dave 2D on uh, YouTube. And, and I remember like he's a big Mac, uh, a laptop reviewer. And he was like, you know, every time I review a laptop now, I have to compare it to, you know, I, there's this MacBook that's right here. That's such a great option. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it's like if if you don't need Windows and you don't game, like there's really no reason not to no. get a MacBook. No. And a, like a MacBook wanted, Air especially. It's such a great value. I also wanted to uh, just throw it out there that like if people don't watch Day2D, He's probably one of the least biased guys I know on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, he uses everything, right? Like, yeah, he buys yeah. everything, and he doesn't really trash anything, right? Uh, he'll point out the pros and cons. I, I think that he's 100% correct, though. Like, he's definitely non-biased. It's a fact. These Macs are so good. Performance per watt is so good. Like, whether or not your software runs on it, that's a whole nother story, right? A lot of people don't go into the Mac ecosystem because they just can't run what they want to run yeah. on it. And I have I a friend, it. actually. Uh, I'll, I'll get into that in a second, actually. What I, what I wanted to mention was we just had a conversation yesterday, right, where I said I had to edit three videos for work. Yeah. And I edited them on my M1 Mac, and I even it didn't even cross my mind to bring my Mac charger because I knew that it would edit, render and process all of those three videos. And I would never have to worry about the battery dying. Yeah. So I literally went to work knowing I would have to edit and publish three videos. And I didn't even think to bring a charger. I would never yeah. edit one video no. on those laptop without bringing my charger. No, never, never, never. I was thinking um, about that. Like it's just even like battery life wise. I was thinking about that, like using the fold, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like using Ooh, it I can't, I can't just to anymore, read. Dude. And like a manga, right? No processing happening, just screen blasting me with like whatever the brightness is. And it was like dead. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. God dang it. Uh, I had to plug it in. If it was an iPad, it wouldn't have been that case. No. You know what I mean? It, it would have just like, you wouldn't even felt it. Like with Apple devices, Apple mobile now, it's like you don't even, battery is not a concern anymore. In my opinion, it's almost like, um, it's almost like, it's almost like Apple is just competing against themselves at this point, right? Yeah, like, 100%. like, like if you're okay, if you're okay with um, uh, the the like Apple operating system, like iOS or macOS, right. nothing that the other side offers is is like even a draw. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, it's not like 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 maybe you can make the argument for um, uh, like the dual screen laptops. You know, like those the, are neat, but like even yeah. still, like why? No, I I don't think that's worth it, right? I think that's kind of the same argument of the fold, right? Like those yeah. are neat, but yeah, but it's just like they come here. with drawbacks. They come with, and like even the fold. You know, I've been telling you a lot lately that the fold isn't always the optimal device for me to use, yeah. even though it's yeah. a great. It's like maybe one of the yeah. best phone experiences you can get, but why <sighs> would I want to be doing? 
like stuff on my phone all the time when I could use my MacBook or when I could use like my desktop or I could watch something on TV. You know what I mean? Like my OLED big. I give them till Christmas. No, dude. No. I give them till Christmas. You know what? You know what? Uh, the reason I won't get the iPhone is because they're out of stock, even if I wanted one. So. I'll give them till Christmas. No, I'm not doing it. Christmas. As soon as I could get it, it's like November 11th if I ordered it right now. So don't ask I, me I'll how I know a, that. I'll give them till Christmas, dude. <laughs> What's going to happen is he's going to be reading manga on the shitter, and then uh, he's, and then his phone's going to die, dude, and, and no. it'll be December, and he'll check in that Virginia Beach Apple store that has everything in stock. Yeah. It's going to be like, pick up today, and then I'm going to get a picture. Stock. They didn't have a one picture. that was like 512 or bigger, and I want to shoot ProRes for the shits and giggles. So, Did you see the ProRes comparisons? By the way, they're no. pretty huge. They're pretty massive, dude. They're uh, pretty. They're pretty giant. Wow. Uh, I I went with the two fifty six. Uh, just because I feel like if I shoot anything longer in ProRes, yeah, I'll probably have my R five with me. But two fifty six can shoot ProRes though. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Only the one twenty eight can't shoot ProRes. Okay. So maybe I get the two fifty six thing because I think they had something in stock. But no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, dude. I don't need ProRes though. I just, you know, I want to be able to play with it's, my phone. It's the same so, argument yeah. that, like, that, 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 like, I, I told my coworker, right? I, I said, like, I like what ProRes is, right? right. And, and, and I'm probably gonna use it just to test it out. Right. But in all actuality, you know, I have a, I have an R5 that shoots 8K raw. So, like, I'm not gonna take it to a place where it's like, all right, I'm gonna film this video and use my iPhone in ProRes. It's not gonna happen. No, it's not. Uh, it'll be nice to have in my pocket. And it's one of those things that's like I don't want to pay for a device and be locked out of a feature. Yeah. So yeah, like so like if so like even even if I'm even if I'm not going to use it, I don't want to pay for a device and be locked out of a feature. Yeah. So I got the two fifty six for two reasons: one, uh, because it wasn't stock, and two, because I don't want to be locked out of a feature. I wanted the two fifty six. Let it be clear. Like, yeah. Like that 100%. was the size I wanted, because you know. So you figure out if it uses. I mean. Sometimes if you shoot a lot of right uh, video, like it'll eat up space. So it's kind of nice to have the extra storage headroom. Not have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah. So so for example, uh, let's say that I have 200 gigs usable, right? Divided by six. So on the 256 gig phone, assuming you have 200 gigs free, which is about what people have on iPhones. Yeah. Uh, you can shoot 33 minutes of ProRes. That's plenty. Yeah. That's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. You know, you're not going to shoot like you're probably not going to be doing that much anyway. You're going to have your main camera if you did want to shoot that kind of commitment level video. Um, but, you know, it's kind of neat to play with. I want to mess. with Exactly. It. Exactly. So I want to see so, what ProRes so, is you know, all to, about, you know, let's you see know, to, to play around with it. Uh, I'll send you a video offline of someone who did a comparison. And yeah. he even says in the video, like, if you can't tell the difference between these two files and ProRes isn't for you. But you'll be able to tell. Yeah, you'll, you'll be able to tell. Well, me I like. will, 100. Um, percent I'm gonna look at the dynamic uh, range. I'm gonna look at yeah. the colors. Yeah, it's gonna be that, easy. That being said, and and since this is kind of like our free for all podcast, and, and we kind of brushed on the topic. Yeah, what do you think of MKBHD using the 13 Pro over the Pro Max? He's been a quote big phone boy for like 10 plus wow. years. I, really? Yeah. You know what? Um, yeah. He's probably realizing what we're realizing that the phone isn't the optimal device to use. Like he's yeah. probably like, let's yeah. use the iPad more, the MacBook, let's use mm -hmm. my main rig. Like the phone yeah. isn't like when he could use his uh, iPad or some similar device, like why use the phone? Yeah. He kept, he kept the 13 pro. 
Did he? So, yep. Yeah. That's actually super interesting because, yeah, he's always been big phone guy. He's always f- said, you know, I'm a big phone guy. Yeah. Big, you know. That's yeah. that's fascinating, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird how you see so many YouTubers going for the mini or like, you know, weird device. Like, you wouldn't expect it. And uh, it's, no, and, and it's it makes sense. It know? does. It makes a lot of this sense. This is going like, to sound weird, uh, but as someone who's had the Max iPhone since the Max iPhone came out. Yeah. Uh, so like I, I have the 10 obviously, which is kind of what the pro is, you yeah. know, the, 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 that size. the original iPhone 10, iPhone X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then ever since the XS max came out and all those bigger sizes, I've always had the big boy and this pro is just, it's nice. Yeah. It fits in my hand. I can one hand it easily. I, I, I don't know if you could see, but, but my finger kind of locks under the camera lens right there. Yeah. It's a good size, dude. It's a great size. Right. Um, and now when I pick up Kelly's 12 Pro Max, I feel like I feel like it's weird. I feel like it's obtuse. Right, right. Uh, and I'm sure I would get used to it again, right? But, like, this phone is always deep in my pocket. It never falls out. You know, like, my 12 Pro Max, like, I wear, like, gym shorts a lot. Like, they're kind of like, like, like sweat shorts or, like, gym shorts. I'm yeah, I do the same thing. Are. Like, I can't tell you how many times I would sit down and my 12 Pro Max would fall out of my pants. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. never happens with the Pro. Yeah. You know, I've had that and, when I sit in my car, my phone yeah, will like squeak yeah. out and then fall on the floor or something. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, God, it, good thing it's in my right pocket and not my left. It'd be it became on the second nature for me that like whenever I would get out of my car, to just put my hand in my pocket yeah. to hold my phone. Same. You don't have to do that with the normal pro. Yeah, because it's actually so, in your pocket. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, that's nutty. That's nutty. But so, yeah, I think it's the right size, dude. You know, you know to. To, to, to quote the man, the Mandalorian, I think the 6.1 is the way. I think this is the way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm very happy with the size. For me, yeah. the size is almost like a novelty at this point. I would almost so, get like, the mini. I would almost get it, but yeah. because I can't get high refresh, the, the cameras, the cameras, I can't get the pro-ness features. I'm yeah. going with the pro if I get it, so, not the max. So here's where I'm at with that too. You know, again, have have a little free for all conversation. When you pick up the mini, it's one of those devices that's so cool because the size almost makes it novel. The it size is. makes it almost like impossible. Like there's a there, there's like this like really extreme of technology on sizes. Yeah. That that like middle sizes look kind of normal and what you would expect, but if you take a piece of technology and it's smaller than what you would expect yeah. or if it's larger than what you would expect, yeah. it just looks cool. No, 100%, like you, dude. Like, like I'm susceptible to this dude when the netbooks first came out and they were like little tiny windows laptops i was like that's awesome they sucked but they were awesome and then like when the ipad mini first was announced i got one of those because it was freaking awesome right i mean like i'm somebody that's totally into that so and and then you have the inverse too like if you've ever had like a 12.9 big boy ipad yeah they're cool and you you use it without a case okay And you just leave it on your coffee table with the screen on and then walk away. And then you see like this large sheet of glass yeah. displaying information on it. It just looks impressive. You know, whereas yeah. like the normal size, like the like the 9.7 to 11 inch iPad doesn't really have that feel. Even though it's yeah. the same thing. It's just the size is unexpected. So the size in of itself is a novelty based yeah. on, like, like, like from the device alone. So where I think the mini would fall short for me outside of those outside of those caveats is I still occasionally play a game on my phone and I still occasionally watch YouTube on my phone. I think that the mini would probably fall short for me there, especially in the gaming section. Yeah. Like, like I couldn't imagine playing Magic the no. Gathering Arena on a mini. I, I no. couldn't. I couldn't. It would be... So that's where probably that happy medium 
with the uh, pro. Uh, uh, the pro is yeah yeah that's probably the one like like i think that i would get the mini i would love it but then like i would experience that where i want to play like magic the gathering and then be yeah. like oh god this isn't nearly what i want yeah and then i get the step up and i'd be like yeah i should have known that was the right size because when i had yeah. the uh iphone 10 it was like perfect and then I, it was it really was it was yeah. Yeah, and then really like was. i yeah. you know i was like oh i want to go with the max you know so when yeah. i get the 12 pro max or the 11 pro max or whatever yeah i was like okay this is huge like it, it no longer was as easy in the hand right um and i i was like okay cool big screen but it was just like you were losing something that really wasn't quantifiable which was like usability and it's like Big screen is a lot easier to, you know, quantify than that. So, yeah, I see it, dude. It looks good. It looks No, clean. I wanted to get your opinion on this, though, because this is now a state of controversy. Oh, what's the controversy, dude? What is your opinion on Apple's consistently changing space gray, graphite? I mean, obviously it? that sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's annoying. Like, I hate that because I want to have matching devices, right? Right. Um, right. Like, who doesn't? So that's kind of really annoying. Um, but like it is what it is because um. <laughs> I mean, there's kind of a big deal this year with the Apple watches. You're, you're probably out of the loop on it a little bit, right? Yeah. So I haven't. Uh, been. Oh, oh, actually, no. You're going to talk about how if you buy a base model Apple watch, you can't get a neutral tone. Yeah, there's no neutral color. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 midnight, which replaced space gray. They're close, which, but which not kind close, of not- has a bluish hue to it. Then there's Starlight, which I personally think looks nice. It uh, does because be, be, because I, I I'm a warm two boy, so it kind of looks like that they they applied the warm two preset to Starlight. Yeah, hundred percent. But or, or to, to silver, silver. But yeah. but but I can see why people wouldn't want that. No, 100%. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, you know. Uh, yeah, I know. I do like it. No, I like uh, it too. I think that like it does suck that you know it's there's no true neutral. You know that you know. I get it because you want to, like you were saying, you bought like a colored Apple Watch, and then you can only it. match it with so much. Yeah. So uh, I get it. I, I I definitely went with the um, the yeah uh, uh, stainless steel Apple Watch this time though. Yeah, I would have told. I mean, the only reason I do is because I have to have that sapphire crystal. You know. Yeah. So uh, apparently, apparently, the crystal is stronger this year too. Okay. Uh, but I went with the stainless steel for the sapphire crystal because yeah. I spent, I don't know what it was like three eighty nine for right. on, on my series zero to have the link bracelet, okay, you know, the stainless steel link bracelet that I could never wear again because I'm OCD and it doesn't really match perfectly yeah. with the aluminum. So I want to be able to use those nicer, dressier bands with my Apple Watch, and plus I want the stronger glass because I did have some 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 scratches yeah. on my Blue Boy last year when I had it. You know, speaking uh, of uh, watches, dude. Like, so I'm still obviously using the Galaxy Watch. Uh, what is it's good, this, right? It's good. Yeah, it has four, a couple. Four. Four. Sorry. Four. So a couple things that I don't like compared to the Apple Watch. One well, of them well, is hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we compare it to the Apple Watch, it's better uh, leaps and bounds than, than than the Galaxy Watch Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. It's 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 good watch, right? It's a good watch. Yeah, like just, if, you, if you're in the Samsung ecosystem and you yeah. need a watch. Samsung Pay has worked every time. You won't feel like, man, this was a waste of money. No. It actually feels like a coherent product for once. If you're an Android user, it's the watch to yeah. get. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. I think for that sure. Linus would actually be maybe satisfied with this one. Yeah. Uh, this Instead of, you know, because he's been an Apple Watch guy in spite of being an Android guy. 
uh, just because right. there hasn't been good options. This one, I feel like it's a good option. I don't know if Linus will agree. It definitely does have drawbacks. Like the, the like for example, um, whenever I put the watch on, one of the cool thing about uh, cool things about the Apple Watch is if you unlock your phone, it unlocks the watch, right? Um, so you don't have to put your pin in. That's it. really nice. Like That's really I nice. take my watch off all the time. So you know, I work. I just want to say too. Yeah. That since COVID, the inverse now works too, which is fantastic. Yeah, you can unlock stuff with your watch, right? Like if you, uh, like if you're wearing your watch, it's been unlocked. You go to unlock your phone, it'll unlock it. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're wearing a mask, so yeah, I've I've had that and I've loved that too. Um, but yeah, like that's one thing. I take my watch off a lot for work because I can't wear it in certain spaces. And um, every time I put it back on, I gotta unlock it, and it's just like, uh, I, I I don't like that, right? Uh, but other it. than that, it. it's been pretty good. Uh, I've had to reboot it a couple times. I've had some weirdness uh, where it just like stops working. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a software bug. Uh, they've been putting out patches though, so they probably fix a, squashing a lot of that stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I look forward to seeing uh, when you get your Apple Watch, dude. I want to get your impressions. I want uh, that bezel looks pretty tiny. So yeah, yeah. Looks so good. screen looks so. Good, dude. I just want to point out too that uh, the small Apple Watch, mm. because of the bezel reduction, like like the I guess you can call it the female version. I don't know if it's like the small wrist version. What, yeah. what it is? It's the one that my wife's gonna get. Right, you know? right. It's the one that Kelly has. It's the one my mom has. Yeah. That's now forty-one millimeters, which is one millimeter less than the original large boy was, because the yeah. original large boy was forty-two millimeters. So it's, not, it's not kind right. of, yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? It's kind of like uh, how today's smartphones, because they have like no bezels, kind of, yeah. they're like way bigger screens even for the same footprint. It's kind of like that. But no, it Apple is. Watch. It really is. It yeah. really is. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, you know, for me, I, I, I feel naked without a watch on. So like this, this, this wait period sucks. Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, just so everyone's clear, like I literally woke up at 730. I set an alarm at 8, at 8 a.m., and to my knowledge, the only variance that they had for, you know, release date delivery of tomorrow was midnight and starlight and all yeah. the other ones. Some were like end of October, uh, but but yeah. I, I placed my order at 8.01 and my delivery was November 1st to November 8th. Right. So I literally got on and placed my order. I, I will say that, that their Apple Watch ordering is kind of jank. Is it? Like, I kind of wish I could just order the watch face without having to order a band. Right. So, like, so like you have to go through, like, three default stainless steel options. <sighs> Even yeah. if it's a band you already have or want, you, you have to buy it anyway. I hate that. I do so wish like, you could so just like, buy yeah. it without a band yeah. or save yeah. money because, like, right. I already have. Right. Like, I have some yeah. of the $100, like, these uh, braided ones. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. like, why would I want to, like, buy your uh, band when I already have, like, some really nice ones? Especially if you're doing watch upgrades, you know what I mean. Exactly, and like it, it, it bothers me because like I don't know if I ordered the stainless steel with a different band variant. If I would have yeah. had an earlier ship date, I have no idea. How would I know that? Am I supposed to sit there at launch and go through every option and see yeah. which one ships fastest? No, I'm going to do that. that yeah, exactly. You know? Well, you know, it, yeah, I get it. Like that was that's me trying to figure out which. Uh, which ones are available in the Apple store near me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, like, I'm like yeah. going through. I'm like, okay, which ones well, are available? Well, now, now, I don't, I don't know the last time you've checked, which was probably today. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you go to the Apple store, because I'm flirting with the idea of trading in my 11 for a mini, mm. 
because uh, because it's pretty much like a straight up trade, right? Yeah. Because because eleven is worth more money, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, if you go through the ordering process and like go to buy, so like obviously, first off, let's 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 call a spade a spade. Apple, what the hell is a sixty-four gigabyte iPad doing in twenty twenty-one? What know. is that? I don't know. What is that? There's a reason why it's in stock because no Nobody one's buying it. it. No yeah. one wants that. You know what? No. So, you know what? I think you're wrong, though. I think you're wrong. Okay. I think okay. that. There are some people that use iPads for specific purposes and they don't do it use it for anything else. Like there's some people that use iPads, they buy the cheapest one though. They wouldn't buy the mini. I feel and your use vibe. It's like a I feel your vibe, right? I feel your vibe yeah. because because I I I did that for work actually. I bought a I bought a iPad Air. Yeah. Uh, but those are the cheapest for ones, work. right? Well, um, I could have got the 329 iPad, but um Okay, yeah. I I just wanted the Air for uh, two reasons. One, because we're going to use it for, for for purposes other than teleprompter. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Um, but like that's uh, what that's basically the only reason. If you wanted that size right, for right. a specific purpose and you didn't care about storage, that's the only reason to get sixty four. It's almost like they they got all these like sixty four gig chips, uh, like just sitting there, and they're like shit. Dude, well, like we gotta, that's my like, point, right? Like, like what is the cost difference for the part between a sixty four gig NVMe and a one twenty eight? I mean, it's got to be cheap at the volume they're buying. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. So, you know, like no one's gonna look at this base iPad that is. Let me let me see. The sixty-four gig Wi-Fi is four ninety-nine. Should I show that link? What's up? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But like, see, see how it has the similar models available now. So it kind of does that for you. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like, hey, this is what you want, but this is what we have in stock. Yeah. And it'll show you uh, in the 12 nearest stores as well. So it kind of takes that, like, oh, let me see what's in stock at my local Apple store out of the equation. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty nice. Okay, yeah. Um, so ba- back, 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 back to my rant. You know, like, if, if the iPad mini started at 549 instead of 499 and it was base 128, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, 128 would make a lot of sense. I mean, I know some people were saying the mini's a little expensive for what you get. I don't know. I think I think even at its price point, people will buy it. Um, there's a cheap one for people that want that entry level boy. Yeah. Some people want this size and they'll pay for it. You know what I mean? Like I I personally want it. I don't want to get it because of the no promotion. That's the one reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm surprised that you're considering trading in uh, and losing what you got because you have the M1 iPad, right? So I do. You're gonna I do. lose that. I mean, I get the power isn't really utilized, but like, that's kind of what promotion. I want to touch on too. Like that's an iPad problem, then, right? It like, is. Like neither of neither you nor I are really concerned about losing the M1 and the iPad. No, no, it's you know just I mean? because they're not utilizing that performance. Now it might be that in a couple years' time, when they you know put Mac OS on the iPad. They can do it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, right now that performance is underutilized. I don't, I can't think of any software on the. I mean, may, maybe the only the, thing I could think of would be if you Luma use Luma Fusion. Yeah, yep, that's exactly where I was going with that's Luma Fusion. Actually, actually, what's really exciting and what is probably going to make me keep the 11 is Capture One is coming out with an iPad app. Oh my god, dude! About time, dude! Uh, yeah, I'm dude, so how awesome that. is that? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm really curious if they'll require the Capture One subscription to do like uh, Photo Sync or or anything like Adobe does. You know what I mean? Um, I'm really curious because like I would like to be able to find a way to be on the road, edit my photos on the 
iPad. I mean, like that's the problem, dude. I just got done talking to you about this. The i the iPad display is so much better than what's on my MacBook Pro. Well, it's so much better. It's so much better. It's so uh, much better. Come color gambit, everything, dude. So, reading an article on Petapixel really quick, it says Capture One is coming to iPad in, in, in early 2022. Yeah. Capture One, which recently announced an update for native support on Apple M1 computers, has announced that it's currently developing an, an iPad app, okay. citing that development for Mac OS and, and iPad OS is basically the same. It's just a matter of, 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 of a re-engineering the user experience for touch. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, perfect, right? So, they're already developing for ARM, right? Because they have the M1 native version. Uh, for the um, uh, right, you know, right. Also, MacBook. also so glad that Capture One and Resolve both have native M1 apps. Yeah, it's great. I, you know, this is really uh, amazing that people are making ARM versions of big software like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. That and and this is where you talked about like what's the prediction that we get like on our desktops ARM competition, and I think it's coming, dude. I think within the next I'll five be, years, though, I'll I think be straight it's going to be you. slow. I'll be straight with you. As someone who's used Re- Re- Resolve on M1 yeah. and Resolve on my desktop, and for those who don't know, my desktop is a 3900 XT with a 3090 all underwater. Um, so when I edit the timeline and I view the video and, and, and I watch the playback, uh, if you found a way to connect them to both to the same screen at the same time, you wouldn't know which one was the M1 and which one was the desktop. Wow. The only time the desktop will absolutely destroy the M1 is when I'm is is when I'm exporting a video. Yeah, when I'm rendering when 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 I'm encoding a video. Yeah. Uh, my desktop is probably about three to three and a half times faster at exporting than my M1. Yeah. But for actually for actual usability, like for actual timeline editing, yeah. you know, color grading, all of that stuff, I can't tell yeah. a difference. I can't. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I mean that's a, that's the really the power of ARM and and their you know what the, how good the M1 is, and you know I really if I think this is a great time to really roll into October eighteenth. You know, Perfect the Apple time. event, is, the predictions, because, you know, we all know and are very excited. I know personally, I'm unbelievably excited about what's coming because, you know, we've we've saw what Apple can do with Apple Silicon and the M1. They have put the M1 in the uh, MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, the Mac Mini, the iMac, the iPads. They have the M1 in like everything, <laughs> everywhere, dude. dude. And it's so good everywhere. dude. It's you, so good. everywhere. You know what the M1 is like, dude? What? Skyrim. <laughs> yeah dude it's on everything dude and rightfully but the thing is we actually love this though yeah uh yeah. it's like we've I already like skyrim played too yeah, yeah i like skyrim too but it's like like after you've seen skyrim so many times dude like you do you think the iphone everywhere. 14 is gonna have an m1 dude oh my god that'd be so fucking <laughs> funny dude yeah i mean honestly you could but you know um <laughs> uh, you know it's it's really funny the m1 is really really good and so good. it's so good. I think that we're going to see whether they call it, whatever they want to call it, right? M2, M1X. I think it'll be more M2 if I had to guess. Uh, this is just gut feeling. Uh, so I have no idea. I have a question for you, actually. And it's kind of like a common question. Yeah. What is it with M and things? Like, why is it always M? You know, you have well, the M1 processor, the M2 processor. Then BMW has the the M1, the, M1, yeah, the yeah. old M1. Now they have the M2, the M3, the M4, the M5, the M6. I don't know. Uh, I figured Taylor it was just like... TaylorMade get, makes golf clubs. They have the M2 and the M4 and the M3. What is it like, with M? Is M like yeah, the cool letter? Yeah. 
if, I didn't know. If someone out there knows what the correlation is with yeah. M and performance, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know, man. Like I'm trying to think of like some, like w- 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 I don't get it. Mega, okay. maximum. Yeah. Like yeah. What, what is it? Yeah. Dude? I figured with the uh, with the I figured with the MacBooks it was like mobile or something. Um, but like I, you know, I have no idea if it stands for anything or what. It must. It's just the cool letter. Um, but yeah, I mean. I'm really, really excited to see what the chip does. And I obviously, I think, like we talked about this earlier, the performance in whatever they put out, the the event's called Unleashed. What does that so, tell you? Dude, it's going to be nuts. It's gonna They're be, unleashing like, it, dude. The, the M1 was fantastic, but it had some limitations. It had limited GPU cores, limited CPU cores. I think it used like the big little thing. It, it does uh, use big little. Yeah. Uh, it's also limited to two Thunderbolt ports. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, I.O. limitations, uh, right? Yeah, it does have I.O. limitations. So, uh, the, yeah, exactly. So what are they going to come out with? Obviously, the n- new MacBook Pros, right? So are we getting... Because, like, okay, the 16 needs replaced. What are we getting? Are we getting another 16, a 15, a 14? I, I think we're getting know. a 14 and a 16 okay. with some super retina XDR display because because we now have XDR phones. That's it. We have XDR iPads. Yeah. And we and the the last pro device that doesn't have an XDR display is the MacBook. Yeah. I think I, you're right. I think that that is like a 10 of 10 guarantee. I hope. Because yeah. every pro device on the market right now yeah. has an XDR display. Every single one. Every one. I know, and I I really think it's overdue. You know, I've been using my MacBook Pro. Its display is not bad. It is not bad, but it isn't gorgeous. See, okay, I I'm in the camp that the MacBook is the last device I would want 120 hertz on. I think your hmm. You know, it's hard to argue because I want it. But I want I it. want I battery want it. life too. Don't get me wrong, but I would rather. I would rather. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, what if they put, what if they put their LPTO technology into the MacBook so it can go down to 10 hertz? That's what I want to see, because I want more battery, but I also want the ability to ramp up and go like 90 hertz or something. See, Uh, for for me, I don't really game on my MacBook that much. I want to. (laughs) I I I want to obviously too, but like I know it's not a reality, right? Not not right now. I know it's not going to be reality right now. Uh, it, it may not even be a reality ever just because, you know, the, the, the amount of Mac machines in people's hands will always be less than the amount of Windows machines in people's hands. And that's just because you can build Windows machines, you can create your own, you can upgrade yeah. parts in a Windows desktop. You just don't have that flexibility in Mac for it to be a mainstream product. Like, like, like as, as much as I love Apple and I love Apple products and I, and I love my MacBook, you're never going to see a Mac master race that is no. gaming focused not gaming exists. focused no there's so, a lot of reasons for that but you're right but i think that there's still a group of people out there like me that have these devices that love them and through sheer force of will find a way to get their games to run on it and yeah you could probably do if, that through like wine yeah, or something people but, do uh, yeah crossover um, and stuff right I I have a friend who was interested in getting a MacBook because he's a big Apple friend, fan. Yeah. You you probably know him, Pots and Pants. Yeah, 100%. Uh and he wanted to and we were talking a little bit cuz like he has a GTX 970 like a 4770K or a 3770K. Right. Uh so he's like due for an upgrade, right? But he was waiting to see what these what, what these M1Xs are because he basically plays WoW and Magic the Gathering Arena and all that stuff. I mean stuff. that stuff will work, right? But, yeah. That, that stuff will work fine, you know. 
but I had to caution him because he was under the impression that Rosetta 2 would translate any x86 application. Not just Mac OS x86 applications. So I had to break the bad news to him that, hey, man, Diablo 2 Resurrected isn't going to run on that Mac. Hey, man, New World isn't going to run on that Mac at all, period. Like. Um, and then, yeah. and then now he's kind of rethinking it. So he's trying to grab a thirty sixty Ti, but it sucks. You know, basically you, what know I'm getting uh, you know, this is actually uh, cool because we both played New World on our Macs, but we did it. No, oh, yeah, uh, we did through streaming, right? We did. Uh, yeah, uh, were you using Steam? I was using Steam. Uh, I used Steam, I used and Steam. it was awesome. I thought it was actually really good. I was at my. I was uh, shocked at my I office at work. So and I was like, man, this is great. You know? So I used it at Kelly's house, and yeah, so you were streaming from uh, your house to Kelly's house. Then right, nice. And, and I literally logged in New World. And I was like, oh man, I'm just gonna log in and gather because that's yeah. probably all I'm gonna be able to do. Yes. And I started playing. I was like, no, I'm gonna quest. This is this is fine. Yeah. This is great. It's good. like sometimes that there's like a quality decrease. Yeah. I but see it that. lasts for maybe like two seconds. But like there's never like a really terrible moment, or at least the iron experience. I mean, my testing is limited, but at, at least yeah. the iron experience of like terrible input latency. Right. I didn't notice that at all. Like uh it's right. there. It's there, but it wasn't enough that was like, I can't play this. I know. I was honestly like, this is great. Like around your house, it's gonna be fantastic if you're on yeah. your own Wi-Fi. And then if you like, if you happen to be at somewhere else, uh, you know, like I was at work at the office and I felt like just getting on and chopping some trees, and it was so good that I was like, yeah. I don't even worry yeah. about like. Speaking of, you know, you still playing New World, dude? I am, but I've just been busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know mm-hmm. how I have this weekend? I'm doing this big stream event tournament. Yeah, and, uh, you well, know, I have this studio. You're setup. about to get more busy because you're going to be teaching me Blender. I, dude, I'm so excited if you want to learn Blender, dude. I I'm do. unbelievably I do. excited. Blender, and this is another reason uh, to go back, circle back to the Mac. I want in the new Mac some sort of beefier GPU setup. Uh, and, and it's really because of things like Blender. Maybe if I can get GPU rendering on like DaVinci Resolve. Um, Let me ask you a question really quick. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think if at this event, since we're talking about predictions, do you think that M1 will always be an SOC? Or do you think we will see a separate ARM-based GPU in a MacBook? You know, this is really, really interesting because um, it it, it would be un-Apple to do that. It would. They've always done it where they lump everything together. And there's a lot of good reasons to do that. Um. Of course, there's good reasons not to do that. They could put dedicated graphics chips in these these laptops, but I don't know if they'll want to do that. I, I don't think that they'll want to compromise what they've made here, right? Uh, which is like this amazing, like, honestly, the M1 is really graphically capable, believe it or not. Hey, oh, it's uh, crazy. It's, it, it's it, impressive. It's, guys, if you haven't tried it, it, if you're thinking like, oh, I've used Intel integrated graphics on my Surface Pro before, it is nothing like no, that. It is like uh, the another world of integrated graphics, dude. This is I have, actually good. I have a Surface Book 3 that's my work assigned laptop that has a 1650 Ti in it. And a eighth gen Intel processor, mm-hmm. and the M1 runs graphics 
Gra- so uh, good. Graphically intensive programs better than my laptop with a dedicated yeah. graphics card in it. I was telling you, when I was playing WoW on this thing, I was like shocked how great it was. Yeah. I mean, I was playing at medium settings, but dude, I was playing on battery for like four hours straight. Like, it's so good. It's like, so good. I, like, yeah. I can't do that. Like, every Windows laptop I've had, if I if I was using a dedicated GPU, even when I had the 16-inch MacBook Pro with the uh, AMD, uh, whatever, Radeon, whatever was in it, right? Like, if I was playing WoW battery would be gone dude can Within we talk about hour. something else too because yeah, because up, i dude. i feel like it's it it, it goes unnoticed because you and i are spoiled now yeah but how funny is it to use a laptop that isn't an m1 and then hear fan noise oh my god like it, it it's we're definitely spoiled dude you know yeah. it was in absolutely insane dude i was doing a dude, render it's crazy yeah. i was doing the dude i was doing the blender render on this oh you're thing. a blender render blender render yeah i was blender, doing like a blender that. blender render, render. Dude. Blender, and render. like anything else dude like over here right next to me my server computer my main computer as soon as i hit render dude and then like they're pushing heat out dude it was hot in here both of those machines and i had my mac across the room it was also rendering and like granted it's like you know it's tdp and everything's way lower it's not using but like dude it was the fans were on but like i had to pay attention to hear them dude and it was like ripping this computer um and like uh you know i mean to your point man when i rendered those three videos at work yeah i didn't have any fans and like isn't that nuts absolutely nuts I I almost had a chuckle to myself because I was literally working on my MacBook and my yeah. work Surface Book was idle next to me, yeah. and I heard the fans ramp up. I'm like, I'm idle, not even touching dude. it. I'm that's not even what, touching that's it. So stupid. And like, and like, I'm here literally rendering a a, a 4K yeah. video on my M1 MacBook. Yeah, people don't get and it. Dude. It makes no sense. People give me so much shit because I'm like such a uh, you know they like almost an Apple fanboy, but it's like the little things, dude. You like they designed am, something that, that doesn't fold. do I'm that shit. What is it? I said I have too. Fuck that fold. I'm glad it's gone. Dude, I'm telling you, like people give me so yeah. much shit because uh, you know I'm a big fan of these products, but like, dude, they they earn it. They earn my respect. Yeah, dude. You know, like that, no other product that, uh, does that. Apple logo on the back, dude. That's a feature. That's, dude. A, feature, that's a feature, dude. dude. Respect it, <laughs> and I do. I do respect it. You know, I mean, I acknowledge that some people it's not for, but like, I really. If you don't want a game, like these I, uh, devices, so I, good. Uh, I actually did something today. Yeah. Um, I helped my friend order his very first iPhone. Oh, wow. Very first. So what did he uh, come from? What your friend come from? Uh, he came from a Galaxy S10. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Mm. So this he's, is going to be an interesting. Uh, he's had Android his entire life. Wow. Uh He's friends with uh, one of my boys who used to work for Verizon, who's a big Google Android fanboy. Like, he has Pixel since the start. Yeah. Uh, and, and he okay. always kind of followed suit. You know, uh, he's always had Samsung phones and stuff. And, like, he's had the same problems with Android, but, like, he kind of just stuck with it. Right. And essentially, you know, now he's in a position where uh, he's unlike us, right? Like, he's not a yeah. techie. He's not into tech. He's not into anything. He, he, just, he just uses his phone like a normal person. Right. And he bought his S10 two years ago because that's when it came out. Um, and, um, uh, maybe, maybe about, about a week ago, he said, he, he, he started complaining like, yo, my phone's slowing down. You know, the battery's not, not what it used to be because I yeah. just paid this off and it, and now it's poop. You Dang. Know? So, so then we kind of have this discussion that's like, man, like maybe you should just get an iPhone. Like, yes, like, 100%. like what you do on your phone. I said, my coworker 
just traded in his iPhone six, which is what a six year old phone now to a 13. Dude. And, and the only reason he did that was because, uh, he dropped it. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other reason was iOS 15 was the last update he was getting. Uh, and then he wouldn't be able to join our MDM at work, but, 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 but that's regardless. But, but realistically, if we didn't have an MDM policy and he didn't drop it, that phone would still be okay. Right. Uh, but there was no performance issues on it. You know, like obviously like, 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 like apps probably dropped out of Ram a bit faster, but, but like the phone worked, the phone was fine, you know? You know, that brings up a great point, dude. People always shit on Apple. Like, they're the expensive, like, oh, they're overpriced, dude. But they fucking last, dude. Yeah. They last, dude. My iPhone, you know, 12 Pro Max sold for, like, 950 bucks, dude. Like, come on. If I would have, if I took a year, year old Android phone, I put it on the market, dude, it'd be, like, worth, like, way less. Way less, dude. Yeah, he's getting a... You know? He's getting four hundred and twenty dollars trade in value on his S ten. Yeah. That's that's like a year and ten months old. Yeah. And I'm literally getting my mom a yeah. thirteen Pro Max for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm trading in her XS and that trades in for more than the S ten does. Right. And yeah. it. And, and you know, it. and this is the thing, like I know Lewis Rossman would probably say, yo, they, they don't last, dude. Look at that flaws in these products, dude. It could happen to anybody. But like personally, me personally, I haven't had issues with my Mac products and, and my Apple products, like my iPhones, iPads, MacBook. I haven't had any issues. Like, I don't know if you have, um, but I've never had issues really that I couldn't just go to the Apple store and they like do a one for one swap or something with me. No I have questions asked. I have. Was it like uh, insignificant? Like what happened? What what was it? So uh, you probably remember this. Uh, I had butterfly keyboard issues. Remember yeah, but everybody did with that. Everyone yeah. did, right? But yeah. like, I was still without a MacBook for two and a half weeks. They took care yeah. of it, but I was still without a MacBook for two and a half weeks. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of a mess, in my opinion. That was a huge mess. Uh, that should have been addressed differently. Yeah. Uh, but I that mean, it was doesn't basically like they it. can't. App- Apple makes mistakes sometimes, right? Uh, that was obviously a big one. And you know what's funny about Apple mistakes is like they get news. They only make like a small amount of products, really. And I said all the time to Drew, like a you know, like a my coworker, my yeah. boss. You know, because he he's a big Android boy, and, and and like he recently brought up that like Apple's uh, uh, zero click exploit. I think I told you about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh and like the only reason he knew about that was because it happened to an iPhone. You know, like it's like true. if it happened to any other device, no, you 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 would. It, 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 it's almost like it's right. It's 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 the Tesla effect, right? Like, like 100%. people want Tesla to fail. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and and unfortunately, the world we live in, it gets uh, clicks. It gets news. I was gonna to- say. I was gonna say. You know, revenue is generated through through attention span and clicks and how many views it gets yeah. and how long people look at an ad on the side of your screen when you're reading an article. Right, and right. when you're in a world driven by that, you're, you're, you're incentivized to attack companies that are hot. Yeah. 100%. I guess that's the best way to put it, right? That's like, all it is. Dude. Like, like, like you're incentivized to maybe not be the best journalist. Yeah. It's right. a, it's a huge shame that that happens, yeah. but I get it. You know, that's the world we live in. 
So yeah, exactly. Like it's it's hard to explain that to people that see this negative press. I have to defend Tesla every now and then. Like they know, like at work, I'm a guy with a Tesla. So people like they hear Tesla news, they go, "Hey, did you hear about this Tesla that fucking crashed?" I happen you know? to feel the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I get those conversations all the time, and I also kind of hate like the positive attention I get with it. Like, uh, like right. we do some training classes for like uh, different things uh, at at our office to like help people like get like. But, basically just like classroom stuff right yeah. and like whenever we have students like if i happen to walk into the room when the class is going on I'm like oh there's randy that that's that's the guy with the tesla right, i was talking right. to you about it's like it's become who i'm known as i know the guy and with like, the tesla though. yeah and, and it's like i don't want to be identified by my car you know no, I mean? it's like, true it's true uh and it happens to me too like you know, everyone's like, you know, when are you get in the Cybertruck, you know, like everybody, yeah. you know, they know. Yeah, they yeah, know. yeah. It, Tesla just, stock's doing good. They all come to me like, hey, you got Tesla stock, dude? Yeah, and like, you know, thing. it's stuff yeah. like that, you know. And I'm just like, dude, come on. But I get it, you know. It's uh, yeah. it's easy to see me pulling in a Tesla and, and be like, that's the guy with a Tesla. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, but yeah, like the, the Apple products are the same way, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of people are dogging on them. Uh, you know, they like I always felt like, you know what's nuts, dude? This pisses me off. Like everyone hated on Apple for being the most expensive, but like, dude, look at the value in like the MacBook Air and like the iMac. Like, look at the value in the MacBook Pro, the M1 MacBook Pro, dude. Yeah, right? right. You want to buy like, something that's going to be shit like the moment you buy it? Like oh my god, dude. Like it just Can I tell you nuts. something I never have with Apple products? What's that? And and, and this is even a product I liked yeah. and I still like it and I would still recommend it to someone. Yeah. The MSI GS65 Stealth laptop I had, remember? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. I liked it. I liked it. But the build quality It was not good. While it was metal, it was like sheet metal, yeah, right? Yeah, I know like, what you mean. Like like I could literally probably feels like iron man built it in a cave you know yeah I mean? dude His like like mark like, one you know like i can push my fingernail in it and dent yeah. it yeah uh and like i guess I what I, I i i guess what i'm saying is like before i even turned it on and like i said it was a great product but the second i unboxed it and took it out of the packaging yeah and, and i felt the bill quality i was like i goofed yeah i know you know what i mean like i had there. the media buyer's remorse based off of the yeah. the, the, the uh, bill quality yeah and and you, and you never have that with an apple product yeah if you're listening you know? guys if you're listening and you're you're you know listening to us and we're like you know, I think when we're like, you know, privileged and everything, I mean, that might be true. But the fact is, if you buy cheap, you buy twice, right? If yeah, you go yeah. out and you buy a MacBook Air today, it's going to be a quality laptop for like five plus years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's going to be better than new stuff coming out. You know what I mean? Like by far, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah. to like it's still going to be a quality product with like modern day, like M.2 storage speeds fast ass like the m1 is just fast right it's gonna be fast especially compared to windows products for a long time guaranteed so like i you know to me it's like don't knock the quality the the or the um don't knock the i guess the uh value because it's there it is there but as far as predictions go i hope you're right i hope you're right regarding the october 18th event I want to see a 14-inch uh, with a better screen 
and uh, beefier chip, and like that'll be enough to make me buy it. I'm telling you, that'll be enough. I, I kind of want to cover this too, uh, just because you know I kind of want to give 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 equal coverage because yeah. I'm less biased than we already do. Go ahead. Uh, I, I I mean this flew under my radar. Probably flew under your radar too. Hundred uh, percent. What's up? I, I just want to add something really quickly on that topic of like uh like 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 people saying Apple is privileged. Yeah, and, go ahead. And, 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 and like things of that nature. So like if I go to buy a new iPhone now, right? Like an iPhone 13, okay? Right. Uh and I just buy an iPhone 13 in blue 128. Guys, that's the same price as an S21. Yeah. 100%. That's literally 7.99. Right. I mean, so, some people will be like, "Oh, well you're getting so much more with the S21." And uh, it de- I, it really depends, dude. And it really if depends. you look at if you look at the 13 Pro Max, yeah. it starts a hundred dollars cheaper than the S21 Ultra. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that that's why it's just so wrong nowadays. Like Apple is competitive with their pricing, and their value in each product is there. So you like, I feel like that's gone. Like if you're somebody in 2021 that's arguing that Apple's expensive. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think that you have like a prejudice against Apple that has lasted for the past like 10 years yeah. and yeah. you haven't no, given them a second chance. I, agree I see that. that all the time where like among my friend group, you know what I mean? Um, where they just like, don't even give Apple a look. And I feel like that's fine. You know, you can be that way. And I, and like, they might have reasons for that, like gaming. Right. Um, but I feel like the products are worth at least respecting and not talking shit about. I agree. You can't talk shit about an Apple user. You know what I mean? It might not be for you, but why are you talking shit? I think that I, that's how I feel. I just want to bring this up. Um, Galaxy Unpack 2 is October 20th. Okay. I kind of want to go over some predictions for that. You know, we kind of talked about the Apple event. I don't want to leave our Samsung boys in the water. Yeah, dude. I mean, I like, uh, that's the thing. Like, I like all devices, dude. Same, same. 100%. What's same. coming, dude? What's I coming? Know. I don't even uh, know. What I would say is we're going to see the Tab S8. Okay, so what, new tablets. That tab I'm excited for that because I think Samsung make the best Android tablets. Tab S8, yeah. I, I So I think we're going to see the Tab S8. I think we're probably going to see a new Galaxy book. Uh, okay, yeah. So so I think we're going to see some competition with the with the Unleashed event, uh, which is a good thing, right? Because it is. Um, Apple has a commanding lead, but I don't want them to have that. Well, competition's good for everybody, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, right. We so want like, it. Yeah. And, like, honestly, Samsung's doing great with competition, dude. The Fold is really strong competition. I mean, it's very expensive competition, but it's strong competition. And then, like, their, their tablets that run Samsung DeX. Like, imagine, dude. Imagine if Samsung DeX got so good that Apple couldn't ignore it anymore. They had to put, like, Mac so, OS on a tablet. You know what I mean? So to your point, to your point on that, uh, Samsung released an official statement two days ago right. that says uh, the company has sold more foldables in the past month than the previous two years. Wow. Is that like but, in a certain region or is that But like... it didn't provide actual sales figures. Okay. Wow. That's uh, unbelievable. But they, in the foldables US. in general, It says in right? the U.S. Okay. In the first so, month, Samsung sold more foldables in the U.S. Yeah. than the prior two years combined. I think that's because of the flip. I think the flip is I cheap think enough. I think it's two things. I think it's two things. I think the it's... The Fold's really good. I think it's the flip being nine ninety nine. Yeah. 
And I think uh, all of these reviewers, and to Samsung's credit, I mean, they built a brick shit house. Yeah. Like, they have waterproof foldable phones when yeah. other manufacturers can't even fold at, non- all. at all. Yeah. I mean, the Fold 3 being fully waterproof, it's that so still good. blows my mind. That still I, blows my yeah. mind. It still blows my mind. I love that, 100%. Yeah. It's so good. Like, that was one of the biggest flaws or, I guess, drawbacks with the 2 yeah. And uh, and even the one, but like now it's just like flawless, nearly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the Fold Three is like a flawless device. Um, yeah. Other than battery life, right? Like obviously you have the drawbacks of battery life, and I I mitigate that by putting it on the wireless charger all the time, and it's not that big of a deal. But it's something that I have to think about. Like I'm I'm so used to not thinking about batteries anymore with devices I, like yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? I. I do stand corrected from my previous episode, though. I, I, I did some research. Okay. The fold screens can only go down to 60 hertz. Uh, what? 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 Yep. What? They can only do 60 or 120. They can't go lower? Mm-mm. Wait, what? Mm-mm. They can only do 60 I, or I 120. I thought they had, like, the, you know, they could I did, down. too. I did too, That's but stupid. I but I I purposefully looked it up because you know I was having battery life issues on my fold. Wow! So I purposefully looked it up. Do people are reporting and, differently though? Like that's they probably were wrong. Like yeah. if that's true, that's nutty. Yeah. Because uh, that's that makes a lot of sense, you know. And like here's the thing: it's hard to do variable refresh rate like that uh, to dip that low without having some sort of uh, image issues, right? Yeah. Um, you know, pixels. Uh, you have to refresh them. You know what I'm saying? So uh, to get that image quality and, and stuff. So I get that. Um, you know, you can get like smearing and shit. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of nutty. I remember when I, G-Sync was like in its infancy and if it dipped too low, you could actually see it pulsing. Um, well, I think screens still have, a, have, have, have like an optimal range, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, that's probably what they have to do. It's like you get a panel... You know, and and you know, you might not be able to source one that could dip that low. I mean, this is Samsung's own displays, but you know, it's like if you want to reach this image quality, like you might not, you might not be able to get everything in one display. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like it's 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 funny kind of thinking back, dude. Right? So like, uh, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, mm. sometime in that time frame. Uh, was when I bought three BenQ XL twenty seven twenty Ts. Yeah, and they had they were one forty four hertz. Okay, okay. And yeah. at the time, like that was unheard of. Yeah, for a computer monitor. So like, no television, no phone, no tablet. And now, you know, fast forward to twenty twenty one, and like, if it has sixty hertz, we don't want to touch it. No, it's funny. You know. I mean, the standards have changed, right? Uh, and I know you and I, we're both very display-oriented. Um, I think there's only really one group of displays on the market that really just kills it for me, and it's the, all the LG displays. Um, yeah, all the 100%, LG displays, 100%. HDMI 2.1, getting 4K, 120, variable refresh rate, fucking OLED, HDR 800 nits, I think, uh, maybe 750. Uh, on, on the C10 uh, or the C11? C10, I think. Uh, the C10, the C10 is 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 between again panel variation, but if you measure it, it will, it'll be between 750 and 800. Yeah, okay, so right on that target, which I think is a great range. I think it's good with a deep blacks. That's a good HDR experience, and yeah. like to me, it's just like the ultimate panel. Um, you know, uh, right now, and uh, you know, whenever you have that panel, every other panel, it's like, oh man, it has to be good. You know, to it, your point, man. To your point, like if I had. 
my pick of panel all cost equal. Yeah. Or or or, or my television all cost equal. Yeah. I would probably get a Sony. Well, uh, it's because their image processing is so good. But the panel's an LG panel. It is. It so, is. So uh, so to your point, you know, LG is pretty much the kingpin. When it comes to TVs, large yeah. panels, like they are winning. Uh I, I'd say that they have the best panels on the market right now. When it comes to other devices, now you start to kind of, you know, have a little bit of if, you know, iffiness. Uh, as far as like laptop I displays, think, different. I, I think for mobile display, tablet. you're probably probably Samsung in the in the in the in the, in the mobile space. I mean, Samsung makes right. the OLEDs for iPhone, which this iPhone screen, dude. Like when you get yours, <laughs> when I get mine, dude, uh, I can't do it. I don't think you realize how bright this boy is. I can't do it, dude. Is it bright? Like That's one thing. Yeah. Like, I always yeah. felt like the fold was pretty bright, you know? The um, full screen is bigger, so it perceptively is bright. Yeah. Uh, but if you take the... It, when uh, when you get your 13 Pro and you take it outside... Yeah. Uh, and, 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 like, indirect sunlight. Like, that's yeah. going to be one of the first things you do when you get it. You'll be like, oh, man. Yeah. This is like I'm inside in a dark room. <laughs> you yeah, know, I got to say, dude, like, I really want the iPhone, but I, I, can't, I, I can't do it yet. I The fold is just so good. It's so good, dude. It is great. It is great. It's yeah, so I, good. I, I, I even sent a message to my eBay buyer. I was like, "Listen, man, like, I really hate getting rid of this. Yeah. Like, it hurts to pack it, it up. Hurts because it's such a good device. It is. But I get but, it. But, but but Tim Cook just has that BDSM chain he around does, my neck, dude. dude. Like, he's I just got can't. you. He's, <laughs> he's got you, dude, on a leash. <laughs> I feel that too, man. Like, there's there's not a day goes by that I'm like, man, I want the iPhone because like there's issues I have. Like I, I have too. air tags, right? Let me tell you a story. I have air tags, and if your air Great tags, product, by the way, I love it. Oh wait, tags. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you finish this, can I ask if you're having this problem, and then you can tell me if it's not? Sure. Because I have this problem too. Do your air tags randomly beep? Yes. This is what okay. I'm getting into. Okay, because because I thought I was fucking crazy. No. I, I'm like well, I'm like hearing this. Okay, well, 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 well. let me tell my you what house, they do. And I'm like I'm like what is going on in happens. my room, dude? I did some research. Okay, so I have a couple AirTags, right? I have one in my wallet, one in my bag, one in my son's backpack, and then, like, Amanda's got one, right? So I would, like, pick up my bag. Wait, 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 wait. You track your wife with an AirTag? No, I didn't say my wife. Dude? She has her own AirTags. Uh-huh. Okay? I don't Uh track my wife, dude. No, Uh I don't. I deliberately don't do that. Slip a little AirTag in the butthole, (laughs) you know, dude? (laughs) Oh shit, dude! No, but I'm telling you, um, they, you, if you, if your AirTags don't communicate with your devices in three days, whenever you move them, they beep. That's oh. what it is. So, my, like, what would happen is I sold my iPhone, right, which was connected to my AirTags, and now that my iPhone isn't being used all the time, it just it doesn't have anything to communicate with. So, what I've had to do is every three days turn on my iPad, and not just use it. I have to open the Find My app, and then it'll connect to my oh, AirTags. Wow, wow. That's good to know. That's good to yeah, know. Yeah, so I have to do that every three days, or yeah, I Yeah, dude, will... I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, I'm like, what is that noise, yeah. dude? I think it's coming from my backpack. Did someone put a bomb in there? Like, yeah. I had no idea what's going on. They, they'll uh, go into, like, automatically, like, in a lost mode. If they don't talk within three days, uh, I will for whatever say, reason. Though, I will say, though, in true Apple fashion, yeah. as soon as I set up my iPhone... 
fine. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Did it, did they even have to repair them? That's great. Did they have to touch them? Yeah. Just immediately started working again yeah. as if because they're paired I never with left. your Apple ID, right? Yeah, like your as account. if I never left. Mm-hmm. As if I never left. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. that Apple polish, right? So like the AirTags are great, but that's the one reason like I wish I had the iPhone. And then HomeKit, obviously, and stuff like that. But you know, other than that, like the fold is freaking good. So I'm, I'm it's good. It's good. And plus, dude, I was thinking about it. I'm already wanting to get the new MacBook. I was like, dude, I can't get the iPhone, dude. I can't. can't the MacBook, it. if anything, if you get the MacBook and don't listen to me, yeah, okay, uh, it's gonna just it just make you get the uh, iPhone too. The iPhone also. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Damn, dude. You might be right. I don't want to. You're gonna want that seamless personal hotspot. You're gonna you're you're gonna want to embrace. Oh, Embrace man. Timothy's giant bear hug. No, dude. no, I can't. I can't, dude. I can't do Tim Apple, dude. No, dude, dude. Tim Apple the phone. is coming for you, dude. Tim the fold is so good. I, I've dude, grown Tim accustomed Apple. to it. Um, but yeah, it might be the case because, like we argued already, the fold isn't the best device all the time to be using. I'd rather be using my new MacBook and then have the phone as just a phone and doing great phone things like camera and battery life yeah, the, and the best phone you know, things dude yeah exactly so i get that right but yeah i don't know um i don't know i'm really looking forward to the apple event though i'm super hyped the m1 macbook pro has been one of I'm my looking, favorite things oh so, it's definitely one of my favorite things for yeah. sure i'm looking more forward to uh your new purchase yeah yeah so uh god damn it dude so i told amanda about this for the for the uh listeners out there uh my boy randy here he reaches out to me last night i was eating dinner and uh he calls me he calls me out of the blue and like my boy doesn't call me very often i'm gonna answer it it was important he had a very very important important message he's like why didn't you tell me i'm like what are you talking about he's like the sony new lens dude uh, seventy to two hundred millimeter Mark II boy G Master coming out Mark II Mark II, which which is much needed in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Sony comes out with great camera bodies, yeah. and they didn't have the glass to back it up, both in resolution, yeah. resolving power, or focus speed. Yeah, uh, and I apologize for the listeners that aren't camera nerds like us, because you're about to lose us. <laughs> yeah, we're about to yeah. lose you dude uh, i'll apologize in advance yeah because that get, happened i have like, a couple friends that are like yo when you start uh, yeah. talking cameras i was like uh i'm done <laughs> i was like i'll oh, get this is I'll fine get, dude i'll get real quick and and, and like real forty thousand foot view it's okay on, on it. dude go ahead but, this is our podcast uh, essentially you know you have cameras now like the a1 that can shoot 30 frames a second the a9 yeah. shoots 20 the a92 shoots 20 uh, the R5 shoots 15 mechanical, 20 electronic. Yeah. Cameras are fast. It's basically Super what fast, we're getting yeah. at. And when you deal with high-end glass, especially low-aperture, pro-grade glass, 2.8 or lower, the optical pieces are large. Like, they're big pieces thick of glass. Boys. They're thick boys, right? So you need to be able to move your focusing lenses back and forth to keep up with moving subjects right and if your least common denominator is the is is the focusing motors in your lens then you're not going to get those 30 fps you're not going to get that 20 fps you're not going to get that 15 fps and the 7200 g master mark one had that problem where you were buying these these obscene camera bodies where like the a1 basically shoots a movie when it takes photos right yeah it basically shoots a movie 100 you know what i mean uh, and then you 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 put on what is probably the most commonly used lens in a photographer's kit. If you're doing photojournalism, weddings, 
portraiture, you know, your 7200 is your go-to for events, for anything. Yeah. Uh, and you're only getting 14 frames per second, and it's right. and it's not even really sharp, and it focus breathes at 200 millimeters. No. You're going to feel like, man, this isn't getting the job done for me, and you're probably going to look at Canon. You may look at the Z9 that Nikon's putting out. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, for a lot of people, unlike me and Eric, we, we would like to be there, but the camera is their moneymaker. It's, 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 it's their bread and butter. Yeah. So like so like if you release all these good camera bodies, but the lenses aren't there to complement it to 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 get to to enable you to get the shot and to use the features, then it's useless. Yeah, 100%. you know. So and that's like such an important uh, focal length. It, it really it's is crazy, man. It, it, it's the Mark One was not yeah. there. Yeah, I, I I would argue that if you're if you're thinking about getting into photography, if you're thinking about you know maybe starting up. Uh, you'll probably have people who will tell you, you know, a 24 to 70 is your standard zoom. And it is, it is. But I think I would be more inclined to push people to get a 70 to 200 and a nifty 50. Yeah. I think that you would probably get more mileage out of a 70 to 200 and a nifty 50. A nifty 50 will be a 50 mil 1.8 and it'll really teach you uh, how depth of field works pretty well. And then you'll have your 7200 that that's great for weddings, events, uh, you know, portraiture. Uh, it's such a it's such a uh, uh, it's such a jack of all trades lens. Yeah. That that not owning a 7200 currently is is just preventing me from going out and doing what I want to do, and that's earn money with my camera because yeah. I know I don't have a 7200, and that lens is critically important. I was just at a wedding. Yep. Last week, and the guy literally shot the whole wedding and the reception with just that one lens. Wow. He did not use anything else, guys. Like that's that's how critical it is for a camera ecosystem yeah. to have a solid 7200. And what up until yesterday, what was that? What, for that wedding, what was on your uh, camera? What lens? I, on my camera? Yeah. Did you have that uh, so, uh, 28 to fucking whatever no no i didn't i actually had the 100 mil macro okay okay uh, um and that's because the 100 mil macro like just because the lens is marked macro that's not all you have to do with it right no, yeah so like so it's, it's like macro is just an indication of of, of close focus capabilities so like you could use a 100 mil macro as just a 100 millimeter lens yeah that makes um, sense uh, I, I did not bring the 20 to 70 because I needed that reach. I needed 70 mil. I, I needed more than 70 millimeters. So currently my only option was the hundred mil yeah, macro. That's all and, you had. And, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So, but yeah, the actual photographer who was there, he shot the entire soup to nuts reception, wedding, you know, getting ready with a 70 to 200. Yeah. That, that was it. He, the one and done lens. Nice. You know? dude. So, I mean, that's great. I mean, like, I, uh, do you think, uh, that's your next uh, purchase, seventy uh, to two hundred for camera equipment. Absolutely, yeah, okay, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going yeah, to be good. I know that's be. what we uh, want to do, right? Like, I think that if we started our little camera business, photography studio sort of stuff, I want to do all of it, dude. I want to do product stuff. I want to do, oh, do too. weddings. I, I want to do everything production. Like, I think that we could do probably a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard to really build a portfolio and get customers, but I think that we could do it. You know what I mean? I think we could do it too. You know, I think it comes down to two things and this is just, you know, us kind of spitballing again. It's our, it's our general chat podcast. Yeah, today. Yeah. Um, uh, one, uh, we'll obviously have to keep the price low in the beginning because, you know, got to be competitive and we need experience. And so. we and and we basically need to build our portfolio. So I think that we would have to go out there and say, "Hey, listen, you know, we are coming in a thousand dollars cheaper than the competition, but you're also signing a waiver that we could use your photos in our portfolio." Yeah, hundred percent. You know, what I mean, like, and like there, there's there's a lot of people who are totally fine with that. 
Oh uh, well, yeah, hundred percent. And that being said, I am incredibly excited for Eric's purchase. Yeah. Because as someone who was a previous Sony shooter, one of the reasons I jumped ship to Canon was because their seventy two hundred was shit and their twenty four to seventy was shit. Yeah. And 100%. I didn't want to invest in, in an ecosystem and rebuy a shit lens. No, I get it. So makes sense. So the seventy two uh, two hundred Mark II from Sony yeah. is is god tier glass, and it's 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 a, it's yeah. a good pickup. I told my you know I was talking to my coworker today, and you know. We were talking about price, and I told her how much it was, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Like I had yeah. her guessing, and she was like, "You know, guess real low," and I was like, "Uh," <laughs> I was like, so, but, "You know," and I was trying to explain to her, like, "You really get what you pay for with camera, like gear specifically. Like, there's diminishing you, returns with everything, but like this is going to be unbelievably good, and you, objectively, right? You do, you do get what you pay for." And I will say this for, for, you know, our listeners out there who aren't camera junkies like we are, because I know they exist. Yeah. All three of all, all three of our listeners. Exactly. Um, uh, camera lenses are an investment. Bodies 100%. are the are the disposable part. And, and like I use disposable loosely. Right. But like right. the the uh, lens in question that 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 uh, Eric purchased was just under three thousand dollars. Yeah. OK. That, that's that's no secret. It's going to blow my friend's minds, dude. When right. 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 right, but you have to understand something that that lens is a seventy to two hundred two point eight with dual linear focus motors, and it will always be that. Yeah, it will never not be that. That's what I told him. So I was like, "This so is like that a ten year lens, dude." Yeah, like that. That lens will always yeah. have its value. One hundred percent. It's not going to get replaced by higher megapixel sensors, by different ISO in your sensors, by faster shutter speed. Exactly. By higher. It's, it's already it's, sharp it's, when it's you throw always... like a 50 megapixel camera on it or right, more. Right. So right. that's why camera lenses retain their value because yeah. a 72 200 2.8 is always going to be that. Right. It's never going to be less than what you purchased it as. And that's not true of other technologies. Yeah. It's really an investment for me. I know that, like I was telling Amanda, I was like, you know, this lens will last me for like 10 years plus. Yeah. Alex is going to yeah. be growing up. Like I'm going to be, he, if he, he gets sports. into sports, yeah. like I'm going to be able to do amazing sports photography with this thing. It's going to yeah, be unreal, plus. dude. It's going to be unreal. Plus, I'm going to be like be the crazy, parent man. with the fucking badass camera like what the fuck um you, you know who does that all the time <laughs> and, and, and like i kind of think of like you yeah because because you, you have a child and i don't tony northrup <laughs> oh yeah because because uh his daughter plays sports right and of course you know he has to a more extreme he has the a1 yeah but he also has like the 400 millimeter f 2.8 and the 600 millimeter f4 yeah so like he goes to like his daughter's soccer games with like yeah. a sony a1 and a 600 millimeter f4 yeah dude that's <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah i mean that, i mean you yeah. want to use your gear dude like yeah. a lot of times people go to their kids soccer games and be like you know maybe they're cheering maybe they're bored dude because yeah. it's like whatever yeah. kids playing soccer dude i also want to add man that that <laughs> i also want to congratulate you because you have now one lens to get to complete the trinity oh yeah the wide and then and then you can buy the fun boys yeah the primes yeah 100 i need the holy uh trinity and then i can get some primes dead but those fun boys uh, yeah because i love primes so much everyone um, does you know, everyone loves primes. i want to get all the primes you know i was telling amanda i was like look you know this camera stuff it's gonna last me and like I, you know, I I know we want to start this business, dude. I was like, I was telling her, I was like, dude, if Randy had a wedding scheduled, like we could go to, I'd drive up there and like we'd fucking tag team this yeah, wedding, dude. dude. Split dude, the tag profits, team. <laughs> tag team, dude. We tag team it, dude. Do it, you know dude. what I'm saying? 
<laughs> but yeah, like that's exciting to me, right? So like, hundred percent. It's kind of it, it kind of ties on the conversation you and I had before. Mm. Like like I'm playing New World, but like I come home and it's like I kind of want to just stick around and DaVinci Resolve a little bit. I know, dude. You know, that like, was me the past like, whole week. Uh, yeah, it's like I kind of. <sighs> I'd, I'd love to show you some stuff. I don't know if uh, this is the setting for it, but uh, you know, I created all this stuff in OBS for the stream. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I basically have this intro video. I know I showed you the video already. Oh, the video is awesome. Um, video is you know, awesome. that I did for it. And like, that was a lot of different skills yeah. that I used. Maybe we should plug your tournament coming up. You know, people are watching. They want to catch a tournament. Where I can mean, we find that at? And yeah, when 100%. is it? So it's going to be this Saturday, probably at 2 p.m. Okay. Um, I, I know that people are coming over. They'll probably come over around noon. We'll probably grill out, eat, you know, kind of hang out for a bit. And then around 2 p.m., we're going to start a uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl tournament. Friend brawl, tournament. Dude. You know, it's no big. But we wanted to... I wanted an excuse to play with all my cool gear. And I was like, what if perfect, I hold a tournament and set up a, like a little caster yeah, booth? Dude. Like the Cell games, dude. Like the Cell games, did. And uh, I, I was like, this will be awesome. So I set up like... I have like this uh, intro video where like it zooms in... Um, to like a TV, I'll, I'll go ahead and play it, you know, and I'll yeah, talk dude, over it. Yeah, play it, dude. Play it. Um, dude. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. So also, also, but before you start it, yeah. for those who are unfamiliar with like what this actually took in terms of compute to render, can you also go over how long this took? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So basically, what you're looking at is like a little room, and I designed it in Blender, 3D animation and 3D modeling software and everything. It took. Um, probably in render hours, like, uh, it was like four days. Um, of, that's human days. Yeah. That's not like four days. That's, not, that's of, like a world of Warcraft day or a new world yeah. day. That's that, that is 24 hour <laughs> yeah. time clock days. I, I basically took how much it took per frame and, and then did the math. It was 950 frames. And like, depending on what machine I was rendering it on, it took like four days. And w what I did was I actually split it between four different machines um, it was super cool. I had like my main computer, my server computer, my wife's computer, all doing GPU, uh, uh, rendering. And then I had my MacBook, which was like taking like 30 minutes per frame instead of seven minutes <laughs> from a GPU. So, I mean, still pretty impressive for what it was, but yeah, so check this out. This is like my, my countdown, right? So check it out, dude. Like when the countdown is over, it'll, it'll go black like this. And then um, what the intro vid is going to play right after that. So how did you get this video in Blender? So, okay. I actually made this video in DaVinci Resolve. Okay. And then I exported it and brought it into Blender. Is okay. there any sort of like copyright or anything for using all of these clips uh, or, or well i'm i'm kind of probably? looking at the fair use you know what i mean sure sure um it's 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 kind of quick right so how did you get that crt effect i like that okay so, yeah. sorry, i'm kind of talking over i can't really it. i don't think i can pause this i wish i could actually i can um so if i rewind a bit it like if you look each of these is a pixel i don't it's really hard to see because uh, mm. i do a transition really quick when you're zooming in the right. crt display in blender is made up of real pixels. So it's really hard to zoom in. So exp explain to me, because I don't know, and I'm sure, so, yeah. so I'm sure the audience doesn't know. When you say the CRT display in Blender. Yes. Uh, so this is mean? a 3D modeled. I, I'd love to pull it up. Uh, 
And it's really a shame for the listeners out there. I recommend you look at the YouTube video. I'm basically showing it uh, for the podcast. But check it out. It's a TV, CRT TV, I 3D modeled. And the display portion has a shader applied to it, which plays the video. But it also has a, uh, a special shader filter that makes it cuts up the video and uh, into pixels, basically. Okay. Okay. So the shader so is basically handling, making it's basically it, an effect. It in is. Shader. Okay. But it's a custom one. So Blender has a very po- powerful. They'll call it a node-based editor that you can add all these different layers of effects. And I basically found a YouTube video that was like how to make a CRT TV, and that's awesome. It was like take this RGB pixel and like apply it as a filter. Um, and cool. I was like, okay, awesome. And it, it just worked. And the coolest thing about this is it's using the Cycle Renderer, which is like a ray traced based rendering system. Okay. And so the light coming off of the TV, you can see it impacting the room yeah, that's realistically. Awesome. That's okay? awesome. So literally each pixel is literally that's lighting crazy. the room realistically. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Which is unreal, my, right? My next question for you, because that, that's blowing my mind, but what's also blowing my mind is the perfectly uh, designed GameCube. Okay, so uh, I will there. be honest. Some of these assets I did not make. So okay. I downloaded a GameCube, a GameCube controller. You can see on the floor there. And did you just pull these in? Yeah, like, I just is pulled that how in. it works? The plant I didn't make. I made the lamp. I made that. Really? Uh, I wow. made that lamp real quick, real easy. I made this uh, in the top uh, of the screen. So, that light. I made that one. So let me ask you a question. That lamp on the left. Yeah. How long in Blender did it take you to make that lamp? Oh, that takes like two seconds, dude. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It's just like a cylinder that's been extruded a couple times, right? Um, it it takes like v- no time at all. The materials I didn't make either. Uh, okay. Blender built into it. There's like this Blender material library that has okay. a lot of free materials, and okay, I would just keep testing different ones. And for the lamp, it uses a cloth material. Um, same with the couch, and there's sure. a, uh, uh, some blankets, uh, a chair. Those are all different materials. There's the wood floor, the the brick. Um, you know, there's different wall textures with different paint. You can change them. Um, and it's really impressive. The, the library built in, so you can create little scenes like this without having to make everything from scratch, which is fantastic. And that rug on the floor, that was another blender tutorial. I was like, how do I make a shag rug or something? You know, something with kind Mm -hmm. of a, a long kind of, and it's actually using blenders hair particle system, which is very impressive. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I love that. I made the chair, the desk. I made uh, the wood chair and the cloth chair. Those are simple, you know, to make furniture. I made this bookshelf on the right. And uh, I made, like, the little TV stand. I didn't make the skateboard, the poster so, I made, but I didn't make the art on it, right? So uh, give us some information really quickly sure. on Blender. Uh, is this... Uh, a freemium model? It can, can can anyone go out and download Blender? Okay. Is there uh, is there a paid version of Blender? You know, this is this is actually a you know a fun thing for me to talk about, dude. I've been using Blender for so long. I know, um, I know. So like, so like, and maybe you could educate the audience. A little yeah, hundred percent. So Blender's been around for I don't even know how long. Um, it's been since I've been in like middle school, right? And I'm like thirty some years old. So like, young dread, dude. Young dread was using this. Okay, yeah. I, I'll pull up the Blender website. Right, this is the Blender dot uh, org. Okay, uh, it, this is free software. Blender has been so. There's free. no. There's no like a because like it's so so. There's no like DaVinci Resolve gotcha version where no. like it's like oh it it's is, free unless it you have is an R five. Always free. <laughs> it is fully free. It is free and open source. The Blender is, is it, paid for is by it, the Blender Foundation. 
okay. which it has a lot of uh, a, a, a very nice donators uh, that that donate to the cause. It's used by you know the the actual film industry uh, in in some ways. Like there's obviously other software that's bigger, right? Uh, 3D Studio Max. Um, uh, there's some other ones like Houdini that does like an amazing particle system. But Blender has like amazing, amazing open source you know tools that people are using in the industry. Uh, so kind of like how we talked about Resolve in a previous episode and like what right. big. Uh, productions use uh, Resolve. Is there any that use Blender? You know, this is a great question. I'm sure they have some on their website that where they talk about it. Um, I'm really curious as well. Uh, I can't tell you off the top of my head. Sure, sure. Um, all I can tell you is like it's free to start, and it's super. Uh, I won't say easy, but it's easier than ever. Within the past, even three to five years, the amount of content on YouTube alone for tutorials is just unbelievable. And they're super easy to follow. I'd imagine this is awesome. Like I just was like, how do I make a rug in Blender, right? And I literally just looked on YouTube. I was like, Blender rug, right? And within seconds, like I had a multiple different rug tutorials. Sure. Um, and and there's so many tutorials like that for anything you'd want to make. There was some tutorials on how to make how to simulate giant crowds of people. One of them was like how to simulate and 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 generate like an entire forest. And it was like super impressive. It was on YouTube and it was so much easier than I thought it would be. Um, you make like one tree and then use the particle system and it scatters that one tree around and then makes variants of that one tree. And then you can make that tree with and without leaves. And it's like, it was, I was like, wow, that's super easy to procedurally make stuff. That's really cool. So yeah. I, I just did a quick Google search and Spider-Man 2004 I uh, was totally done in Blender, like, wow. like 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 all of the stuff that that yeah. that the new CGI was done in Blender, uh, and, and just because it's the most popular one, uh, Pixar Pixar uses Maya, yeah, Maya, how you pronounce it. Uh, but guys, uh, Blender is free, yeah, and it's always free as we just learned. Yeah, Maya is seventeen hundred dollars a year. Yeah, a year. You know what's funny is you can actually purchase. I'm pretty sure it's a license, but you can get the the same uh, Pixar. Uh, render engine to work within blender you just got to pay for it <laughs> really yeah so there's multiple different render engines by default there's only two there's ev and there's cycles cycles is what you do the super high, hyper realistic stuff in and ev kind of works like a game engine so it's like super efficient fast um but if you're if you're trying to do the real deal and you want something realistic you do cycles um but you can also get third party ones which is awesome right um you know i'm just going to go through real quick for somebody that's interested in blender oh dude oh, oh it's free dude i mean it is no no oh, no no, no the, the pixar, pixar render engine oh. blender plugin is free oh that's fantastic it's uh it's called render man and you get it from rendermanwiki.pixar.com and you just download it yeah it's that's so, so it's just it, cool if like you want to try right? it i put it in there there you go oh yeah there's sculpting tools um so you can actually do like i don't know if you've ever heard of zbrush but that's the industry industry standard and like they've been adding and improving their sculpting tools that, so much. What was that sculpting tool that was popular in VR? Why is that escaping me? Um, yeah, it was the you one that Google about? made. I think. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, let me see. Tilt brush. Tilt, tilt brush. brush, dude. That's yeah. it, dude. Tilt brush. So check this out. This is when they were doing a um, uh, animation and rigging, so you can do like full on character animation and you know all that cool shit. Uh, grease pencils, a new thing where they're adding like 2d 
elements to Blender, which is kind of cool that you can do like this 2D, 3D mix thing. Um, so like if you watch a YouTube video, because like that's kind of what I, I uh, yeah, I uh, think of when, when when you kind of shut off grease pencil there momentarily, and right. like you see like those like two D drawings when people are like yeah. explaining like how it's made. Would that be done in, in a software like this? Um, yeah, it's I I'd have to see what example you're talking about, but I assume you could, right? Um, I you probably could use like a tablet and draw. Um, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of really cool stuff I was seeing people do where they mix. 2d and 3d elements because there's some stuff that the 2d medium can just do better like it's very expressive and like you know especially when it comes to anime a lot of people will criticize them when they go into the 3d realm poorly and it happens quite a bit um so i can see that you know this is where it's a really strong and it's also good for like storyboarding and stuff too um right so you could do like really quick sketches within blender as well Simulation, dude. I, you know, I wanted to bring this up. The cloth, all the cloth in my little intro video was simulated, uh, like uh, with the physics engine. So, you know, I'm, I'm pulling it up here because why not? But like so, that blanket there that's like on the on couch the and the chair and the beanie thing, that was all like done in like the. So, be, so because time. it's not moving, when you say simulated, are you talking about like how it's laying? Yes. Okay. So it starts out as like a 2D plane and above it. And, and I basically make drop it. Yeah, I drop it on the chair. Like That's and it, cool. it That's automatically really cool. does that. And then I freeze it, right? Uh, so it doesn't just like fall off the chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, so I, I simulated all those cloth blankets and shit. Um, and, and it really made like this really kind of cozy, dynamic scene, right? Um, it was just one of those fun things that I was able to do with the cloth. They have like all kinds of simulation from fluid sim and like everything. So it's very powerful particle systems. You can do fire, fluid, smoke and fire. Yeah. Super, super cool stuff. So if you're interested in 3d modeling and design, you have no reason not to go get blender today. Like here you can see, you can donate to it obviously. And I've thought about it over the years. Uh, You can see this is their monthly contributions. Yeah. They got individuals, they got big corporations and, you know, they have different tiers. Like, you can be, like, a diamond tier, $300 a month. You donate, and you get, like... Do you get anything? You just you get, get like, your name. Oh, that's cool. And you get, like, a link to your company URL. Um, you can do the corporate sponsorship where they talk about you on the bottom. Like, you know, these big players here. Um, corporate gold, they talk about... You know, this Adobe. website right away looks like it was made in WordPress with like WP Bakery. Yeah, it probably was. Like, right? like, like I see this website, I'm like, I'm this is probably WP Bakery. Yeah, they probably don't this have this. This is the... definitely WP Bakery, dude. This it is does WP look Bakery. like it, dude. But hey, if it ain't broke, it's don't fine. fix it, dude. I, I use WP WordPress, Bakery is dude, awesome. Whatever. Yeah, right? It's good. But yeah, 100%. So there's no I reason, I love WP dude. Bakery, dude. It's so if you ever want to get into Blender, dude, let me know. Because I've do, been doing dude. it for like forever. Like 20 years. So yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you got me on a tangent, dude. What can I say? Blender is yeah, like an it, amazing dude. piece of it. software. Hey man, this, this was our podcast that we kind of could just talk about what we're passionate about. So yeah. Yeah, dude. I wish I could talk more. Cause like there's this whole studio I set up, dude. It's un- yeah, unreal, dude. but I'll save it. If you're interested in seeing what I did, check us out Saturday, 2 PM on fifth dread. That's going to be fifth dread Twitch channel. Okay. Is where I'm going to stream it. Um, and is that TTV backslash 
The fifth dread? Fifth dread, yeah. F I F T H D R E A D, dude. Like Metroid yeah, dread, but like five. You know what I'm saying? There, there <laughs> is the, uh, there is the link. Uh, uh, you're you're yeah. linking it. Yeah. I'll put it. In, I'll put it in the description of the YouTube as well. Back when he was first dread, start, start starting out blunder. He is now fifth dread, a blunder veteran. <laughs> that, um, that is correct. So I've evolved. So so then. real quick before we end the podcast. Yeah. Do I buy Far Cry Six or Metroid Dread? You know what? I know personally I'm more interested in Metroid Dread. I am too, but I'm not interested in what I know the frame rate's going to be. And uh, I also don't have an OLED Switch. There's people... Well, so. yeah, but you have an OLED TV, so... I mean, I th- but yeah. the frame rate, yeah, that's another thing. I, I don't know if that matters so much. There's some people that still are playing it on the PC, uh, emulated. Oh, yeah? And, and probably a 4K. <laughs> yeah. I, I may check that out. I want to look into that myself. Um, but I do want to get the game... I ain't gonna lie, I dude, that OLED yeah. switch kind of looks nice, but you know, it's out it of does. stock, so I can't like yeah. compulsively yeah. buy it. And, and and I was just gonna say, it's it's not one of those things that like I play my switch handheld enough that it's like no. I, I have to wait in line for this boy. You know, like I could wait. I used to when like I was moving, I played my switch like every day, but mm. handheld. But now yeah. I'm at my house, I I play docked. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. On my OLED, but yeah. So you're a docker. I'm a docker. Yeah, hundred percent. I did. I got my own fucking TV, dude. Like, I can... My son, he's got his own... My son has a projector in his room. My old projector, oh, dude. What, what a, what a, what a spoiled goat, dude. kid, dude. What a goat, dude. Yeah. Anyway, let's end this podcast, dude. Yeah, dude. We we, we killed it today. We killed it, dude. We talked actually way longer for our, the small amount of topics we've had. Yeah. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the Technostatic Podcast. Check us out, technostatic.com. That's where you can find us. Uh, and every place you can find us. I got links on there. Also, our emails are on there, dude. Shoot us an email. Say hi. Talk to us. Check us out on YouTube, dude. And leave us some comments. We we are lonely. We want to hear from you. So, yeah. Anyway, see you guys next week on the podcast. <laughs>